Episode 55 of Slap City Guides. It's Raymond Moro here, Mr. Mech, on this breezy and kind of chilly day in New York City. The fall has fallen. Yeah, and it's not even fall officially until September 21st, I believe. Yeah, tell that to the temperature. <laughs> no, it's like, it's been weird. I mean, tomorrow's gonna be like 68. I am and wearing a hoodie right now. Yeah, I'm wearing a hoodie right now, too, and I'm already cold in this room, I feel like. Like, it's been really chilly for the past couple of days, and I'm just like, man, the fall season's here, which means football's here, which means we're one step closer to the basketball season as well, which is, like, my favorite season, probably. Like, I hope... I, I'm glad that's starting... I'm glad that's starting one week... I mean, actually, October 17th and October 30, whatever, they always start. So, that's mm-hmm. actually good that it's starting early now, which means it gives people time to... I guess just catch up on basketball because when September 20-something hits, that's when we'll be talking about NBA season and this whole Kyrie Irving stuff, which we'll talk about more. Which is all I care about. Yep. But NBA, MMA, occasional boxing. Oh, yeah, the May- Mayweather, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Did you watch the fight? Yeah, Can I we did. talk about it? We can we talk, talk about it. We can it. talk about it. We didn't talk about it, no, but uh, I thought it was entertaining. To me, I thought it was entertaining. Well... What I saw was that a peak Conor McGregor cannot beat an aging two <laughs> years off Floyd Mayweather. Well, he had more experience. I'll give you that. And also, at least Mayweather... But it was a better fight than I thought it would be. Yeah, at least Mayweather attacked. Yeah. I was actually happy he attacked. Well, like, that's I'm what he spun. said. He, was, he told Stephen A., I got to go to him. He's not going to come to me. I got to go to him. And I like that. Why can't he do that more often when he was, when he was in his prime? Because I know he's a defensive fighter, but Those still. guys know what they're doing. <laughs> That's true. I, I keep telling everybody, if he'd afford, they would, we just wanted him to fight like this his whole career. He got knocked out a lot. <laughs> he got beat up. He can't walk into punches with guys who are trained to throw punches. And Connor was way more accurate. Well, he was accurate because McGregor wasn't ducking anything. He wasn't waiting for the punches to come. Yeah. So he was just eating a lot of, like, but they were, like, you know, pity pat jabs. I think he caught maybe, like, two significant punches. There was an uppercut. It might, it might have been two uppercuts. It was an uppercut, and I think it was a hook. Now, it wasn't even a hook. It was just a stiff jab. But, like, Mayweather caught, like, maybe two or three really, mm-hmm. like, serious punches and just kept walking through them. He really wasn't affected or phased by it at all. Connor kept jumping behind him and doing these rabid punches to the back of the head, which was funny. And after the fourth round, Mayweather just started beating him up, like, really, really beating him up. The, my only problem is the ref didn't let Connor hit the floor. I thought he should have let him hit the floor. Let's see if he makes the 10 count because that's what it's there for. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You can't just, just because he's wobbling and he's tired, you got to let him hit the floor. A lot of guys hit the floor, get a second win, then get back up. That's so let's true. see what happens. Like, you, you got to let him hit the ground and see if he hits the 10 count. But the ref jumped in and stopped it, which I thought was really dumb. Soft. But also, he he got a lot of negative points for doing that punch in the back a lot because he been he did that a lot in the fight. And yeah. I was like, I remember he didn't say they didn't do much. He just like stop, 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 whatever. Rabbit hammer fist. It, it, was, it was just it was instinct. Corny. It was like instinct though, because he's so much used to that in MMA. He's like, oh, we'll do it in boxing, which, or whatever. It, which technically shouldn't even be a thing because you're not supposed to be able to punch in the back of the head um, in MMA. You can't hit in the back of the head. You can't do that. Rabbit, I mean, hammer fist to the sides of the head are fine. But the back of someone's head, you're not supposed to be able to do that. So that was just cheating all the way around. That's cheating no matter where you are. You can't hit in the back of the head. So I, I, But I thought the whole match was just funny. <laughs> and then Floyd just literally just started beating the crap out of him. Yeah. Like well, he was on. fatigued. He was fatigued. He, he knew before, like, you know, he was going to last five for, like, four or five rounds, and after that, he was just fatigued for the rest of the fight, and he was, and then they lo- he lost. So, there's that with that fight, but, you know, we have, I have breaking news this morning about this whole, you know, the NFL Players Association Union suing, you know, against the NFL on the whole, or actually te- putting a temporary restraining order I mean, restraining over um, uh, the Ziggy Elliott suspension means they're blocking it, and that's just like, oh, my goodness. Here we go again with the NFL messing up things again because now they block this and and it doesn't go through suspension. Then what do you say about players that do something like this and get away with it? You know, that's the question right now. Mm. And, you know, the NFL has a reputation of um, also um, just messing up things. You know, they always tend to, to... fall into this this habit of 
doing the wrong decision and then you have the backlash of fans and other people criticizing them for doing the wrong decision like for instance the Ray Wright situation with the Josh Brown situation with Adrian Peterson stuff I mean the only thing they really take seriously is is players smoking you know weed and stuff yeah apparently that's like the end of the world. That's why you say Stephen A. saying, "Stay off the weed." Which is like, <laughs> I mean, but you know, I, I I don't. The NFL, every chance they get, they show us that they're really just about money. Yeah, and, and every chance they get, and it's also really uh, about money. Hypocrites too, because they they promote alcohol and they do all this stuff, but when it comes to this, it's just like you know, whatever. Glaring, glaring hypocrites. And yeah, and you look at this situation, it's like, man, Cowboy fans are probably static right now that this could possibly be blocked, the suspension, or not, not happen at all. And if it goes through, you know, they could possibly he could possibly play in that first game against the Giants. And if it, if it doesn't go through, then the NFL does something right here because he will be spending for six games, although some people say he should be spending more based on what happened. But there's also need to be more evidence and everything. But th- this is just too much, man. I mean, the NFL got to do something right about this. Either they got to hire a better staff on deciding on these suspensions or they got to get more facts when they present it because sometimes I feel like they don't even do that at all. And that's bad. I don't think if it's not affecting their bottom line, I don't think they're going to do anything. I don't I don't I sw- I'm telling you, man, I don't I think the whole morality thing and you okay. You want to hear something foul? Yeah. I don't think they really care about domestic violence either. I don't think so either. I think if they weren't afraid that their sponsors would pull out, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they'd care. I think they'd sweep it under the rug. I don't think it would even see the light of day. That I, I felt the same way because I feel like if it comes, if when it comes to this, they're like, eh, whatever. But when it comes to to the weed or the drugs or all that stuff, they take that more seriously than anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, most because of those affect the bottom line. They do, but also sponsors will definitely pull out over drugs. Yeah, but I just feel like most of these states are already legalizing weed, so I'm just like, they're uh, just behind the curve. Yeah, they don't. They're not. They're not visionary. They're reactionary. They only react to things like it. But it has to already happen, and then they'll just fall in line. But the NFL doesn't take any bold action at all about anything they have to be pressured into making to doing anything like it, somebody will step to him and go hey hey hey! your player is beating up his wife all this time what the hell and they'll go oh, oh man i'm sorry is, <laughs> is that bad yeah. oh you guys are upset about that oh okay we'll 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 we'll, we'll kind of do something we'll, we'll figure out something to do we'll give him a two-year extension though he can still play because he's a really good kicker so we're going to keep him on the team but we'll we'll do something for you. We'll we'll try and make you happy. And yet, Colin Kaepernick throws in the NFL for absolutely nothing. Exactly for for hurting no one, for damaging nothing, didn't stop play, nothing. So, and people ask me why I'm why I'm boycotting the NFL. Do you even think though he's ever going to get a job this season? At some point, I think somebody's going to get hurt and they'll give him a chance. You know, you give him a chance, the Jets, because they have no quarterback. And they're also injury away from having no quarterback right, officially. Yeah, they, I, but the, it it just goes to show that they are indeed being that he is indeed being blackballed. This is definitely a blacklisting thing. This is not because there are teams that need a QB. Yeah, and he's not being given a shot. And for everybody who's claiming that he sucked, if you look at his interception to to Does pass ratio, like, yeah. forget about it. So come on, man! Like th- none of this makes any sense. Also, he was playing in, the, uh, in this functional environment when you had their best coach leave for college, or he got fired and let go and went to college, and yet they have been the same since. And yet he transformed that 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 franchise into becoming relevant for like, I mean, they were in the NFC Championship for like the past three years, I think, under Jim Harbaugh before he left. I mean, they were in his first time, and then they were in the second time, and then. No, I didn't. No, I didn't make a playoffs after that. So it was only two times, but they were actually successful. And then when he left, you know, everything changed, and then Kyle Kaepernick was the same player. But you know, transitioning this to to exactly Elliot and what he's what they're going through right now with this situation, it's almost like 
they don't care because he's a great talented player and he just they just need him to play on the field you know this isn't all about like if he if he's a washed up player i think some of it you think they just hand, hand i think him they, over? i think they probably hand it over but the fact that this guy's talented and he's playing for the cowboys which is like america's team even though it should probably be the patriots even though i don't know why i said that because i'm a judge fan but it should be the patriots because they've been successful for the past like yeah couple years and you have Mr. Captain America and Tom Brady yeah, and stuff yeah, but the Cowboys are like America's favorite team or whatever so they, they believe that they have that reputation and it's like hey you know we can't suspend this guy for this and that and now you have this this situation happen it's almost like I don't, I don't know I mean it could go either way I personally think he should be suspended for what he's done but if he if he somehow gets away from this not only are fantasy football teams going to be happy because they picked them up in the third round or whatever, but also the Cowboy fans are going to be happy because now they have a chance to beat the Giants in the first game of the season and actually have a good season with him there. And that would suck. I mean, I don't know. Like, Goodell messed us up big time. And now now we're going to find out exactly if he's going to get suspended or not. Possibly in the, pa- well, in the past couple of days. Actually, in the next couple of days. Whether it's after Labor Day or maybe during the weekend. Before the NFL season starts, maybe on the, when on the exact day the NFL season starting on Thursday, we'll find out. I, I don't have any comment, man. Like I, okay, I do have one comment. They're not sure if that girl is actually. Um, they're not sure if that girl is telling the truth. Yeah, that's what There's I heard. There's been a lot of talk about her saying she was going to ruin his career and be mal- being malicious and not and not to say that. Not to say that that means she's lying. It doesn't mean she's lying if she says something out of anger like, you know, you just beat me up, I'm going to ruin your career. But it also comes across as malicious if he, in fact, didn't beat her up and she's saying, I'm going to ruin your career by saying these things. But were there pictures of her getting bruises or any of that? Because I don't think I've seen any of the pictures of her getting, you know, like those little bruise marks on her neck or whatever that he hit her or anything. But we don't know that. And if, if if we don't have they don't have that proof to use that against him, then I don't even know if he could get suspended. For if sure. the cops couldn't find anything, then yeah. I don't think the NFL should be in the business of playing like you know a detective agency. Yeah, like, I, I think y'all should. If they're suspending him now, it's because of what he what they know he's done. Yeah, that that what was it in Philadelphia where he put that girl's top down? Yeah, it'll be for that. You know what I mean? It'll be for they just need to give him a lesson. That's what I think. I don't think they'll be doing it because of what happened and um, because of this situation. I think it'll be because they just need to spank him because he's been wilding out lately. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. This is some crazy stuff, man. You know, it's also a psychological aspect of these NFL players and the way they think. Because I had this conversation before with a couple of my friends. I'm like, I think you have to be literally crazy to be in the NFL. Like literally, like you have the mindset to to do things maliciously to be in the NFL because how uh, physical the sport is and how much you need to have this aggressive mindset. Whether you're a defensive end or you're a linebacker or, or even a running back taking punishment going through or or a wide receiver, like you got to do so much crazy stuff. And yet, you hear all this news and you don't hear that much about quarterbacks other than Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady and their little you know uh, troubling on, on the law or, or actually Tom Brady with the whole deflate gate or whatever. And Ben Rosberg with that rape assault case where, you know, and he's still in the NFL right now. But, like, besides the quarterbacks, you don't really hear much about them. And, yeah, you hear stuff about wide receivers and linebackers and defensive ends. These guys that play these physical positions where they take damage and they also do damage on players. And I'm just like, you need to have a crazy mindset, basically, to be part of that. To just run after somebody fully armored yeah. and, and tackle them? Yeah, basically. Like, run into them full speed? I, I can see that. You gotta have some craziness to be in the NFL. It's not like other sports. In NBA, you don't have to be crazy. You just gotta be skilled. In the baseball, it's just you hit the ball or you catch. Ba- That's baseball, it. Baseball, you just gotta be patient. You gotta be patient, basically. You gotta be patient and you gotta hit the ball or, or you're pitching. You know, you just gotta... You know, have a command and pitch your, your way through a certain game where it's either fastball, you know, changeup and all that stuff. But football, it's just you got to be aggressive. You got to be crazy. You got to be doing something that no one has ever done or something like that to be in the NFL. And, and, and that's why you see all these, these, these criminal actions by these players off the field. And it's just like, can that ever be fixed? I don't think so. Because as long as the sport is making a lot of money, as long as the sport has these players playing at a high level and doing what they got to do, they don't really care about stuff off the field. 
They mm-hmm. just want the money. I mean, that's what most owners are. And, and I know it's it's cruel to for me to say that, but that's the truth. It's a business. We're all here in the, you know, we're in the business. Mm-hmm. Even all of us here, we're in the business. They just want ratings. That's all they care about. Right. And that's and that's the sad truth about it. You could do good in, in certain aspects of your career, but if you're not doing ratings for that group or for that team, then they're going to let you go. I think is I think what should happen is the uh, <coughs> the NFL should just stop pretending it's anything else. But they won't, right? No, because they're making they billions of dollars with these games on television. I mean, every Sunday it's literally football Sunday when it's the fall, and it's just like that's what everybody's gonna do. So I, I don't know. This is it's hard to tell because if the NFL wasn't making a lot of money and this happened, yeah, they'll be in trouble. But the fact that they're, they're like the number one sport in America over basketball, over baseball, over soccer, over hockey. For now, yeah, of course, the basketball could still be number I, one. I think it will. In how many years, you think? I, don't, I, don't I think, think it's going to take I think long. two or three years. Yeah, I was going to say under five years. Under the next five years, I think NBA Growing gonna, internationally. I think the stars NBA are coming out. is yeah. going to overtake. All it's going to take, and I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, yeah. all it's going to take is an influx of international talent to, to to beef up some of the weaker teams. Like Porzingis? Like him. Like like uh, uh, the Greek freak. Yeah. Like dudes like that. Yeah. When dudes like that start coming into the league and they're on all these weaker teams, lower market teams, like the Cavs, like the Timberwolves, like... Uh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins was with Ca- from Canadian. Too. Right. Like Philly. and like the, the Philly's not a small market team. Of course not the seventy sixes, not the Celtics, but you you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, like yeah. the smaller teams, the, the, the Phoenix small, Suns, that yeah, the Suns, the the Mavericks to an extent. OKC, OKC, well, Westbrook. There. Once yeah. those teams start becoming dangerous, once they start pulling a, a Houston Rockets, yeah, and they start becoming like real. Uh oh, we got to play those guys. Once those teams turn into that, it's gonna be a whole different dance. And then everybody's gonna have a reason to watch from every region over football. Over fo- because now your team is competitive. The only reason why these places don't get down like that is because their teams aren't competitive. Pittsburgh, who's who's the, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who's the who's the N- NBA team that most closely represents the Pittsburgh Steelers? <sighs> um, not. I mean, close to Pittsburgh is like Philadelphia, really. That's the closest thing, right? Yeah. People aren't really rooting for Philly like that. Not yet, at least. But, they become but once great. they get competitive. And they become great. And there are way more NBA games to be played than NFL games. Yeah. So you got way longer to be entertained. You got way more games to go to. And if you get... If all these places had a Russell Westbrook level player... Or a LeBron James type of player. Or a LeBron James level player or a James Harden level or player. Or a Melo or Durant type of player. Or a Melo level player. Yeah. Now you have a reason... To go to every game. Or Stephen Curry, for all we know. Somebody now like you that. got a reason yeah. to go to every game. Look what happened to Golden State. I know. Golden State was one of those nobody teams. And look at them now. And I just think all across the board, that's going to start happening within the next couple of years because the money is guaranteed, there's way more money to be made, and your career goes longer. So I think, and there's, and there's a lot of life after the game. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of... There's a lot of commentating to do. There's a lot of writing a lot of jobs. to be done. There's, There's a ton a of jobs, coaching, assistant coaching, scouting. There are tons and tons of all the same jobs in the NFL plus some with less competition because the teams are smaller. So you can be a Shane Battier <laughs> and walk away from the walk away from the heat with championship rings and have legitimate offers to do other stuff. You don't have to be a Tracy McGrady in order to go someplace else. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can be a Jalen Rose and be a personality. You can get no ring and still be up there being a personality. You don't have to have a scoring title. You can be just really, really good on camera and get a job commenting on the NBA. So I think with that, with those two things in mind, the NBA is going to overtake the NFL. The NFL. Inside of five years. 
inside of five years, I see it absolutely. But you also look at it, and I don't want, I don't want to compare it to video games too much. We look at also like the the whole explosion of two K now, and like NBA two K games have been like great for the past ten years. They've been like the number one sports game over Madden, over MOB, and all that stuff. And even right now this year, they they just launched a trailer of run the neighborhood which is like a brand new thing now where you like trying to get to roll to 99 and you do all this my park stuff you want to be legendary you create your own player but looking at the 2k brand of, of nba how it's growing even the nba itself is growing as well over mm-hmm. like madden and all that stuff and 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 will be the show and compared to to football it's just like even mark Cuban says a few years ago he said that you know there's there's gonna be a time where nba is gonna be taking over the nfl is it going to be a time where your NFL is going to take a step back because of all this stuff happening with them with their heads and the CTE and the suspensions and all that stuff? And you look at the NBA's growth. It's not, like you said before, there's going to be more job opportunities for these players when they retire, but also more job opportunities for, for writers, for editors, for, for radio guys, for, for podcasting too because every year it's almost like the NBA. Like, think about it. This whole summer, even though there was no NBA season, we still talked about it. Facts. Because it was all, all about off-season. It was off still, season. News. Yeah, yeah, it was still it was, news. There was still stuff to talk about. Off-season, international play. You know, they had an Africa game. But also talk about this Kyrie stuff, about what the Warriors have been doing in off-season, about uh, this whole Carmelo few, uh, trade thing happening, which never happened. He still wasn't traded. But you talk about Hoodie Metal. Hoodie, um, hoodie Metal. Hoodie Metal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like – and they made this funny thing on Twitter, like saying um, – because Melo in the game is like 84 in 2K18. Yeah. So this thing with Hoodie Melo is like 98 or something. <laughs> he's the best player in the game. Well, you I'm saw like, him working out. He was going in. Yeah. So it's like, you look at all this stuff. They had these summer games. And people watch that more than the NFL stuff. And it's just like, because basketball season is so close right now that when it starts, maybe you're going to see a slight advantage over the NFL. That's what I believe. I think it's already happening. And I think it's happening because of a couple of different things. One, it's a culture shift. It's it's more culturally inclusive than the NFL. In other words, a Colin Kaepernick style situation would never be allowed to happen in this day and oh, age yeah, because, in the NBA. Oh yeah, because it's happened before. They don't su- get me wrong. But they supported the stuff yeah. that they do. They don't they're not like they blackball a player because he does and that. They support Well it, it it did it has happened before. I don't want people to hear me and think that I'm just losing my mind. I remember um uh what was his name? Shareed Abdul Mahmouf. For which team? Oh, that was a few years ago. That was, that yeah, was a while back, for, right? A while he back. He played yeah. for Golden State, or it might have been Seattle. Is that the player that Phil Jackson that compares Stephen Curry because he didn't last for like one year or something like that? But but he absolutely he he's not. Phil Jackson wasn't wrong. Did you see that game when yeah. he shut down the Bulls? Did yeah. You ever watched the the footage of that game? Yeah, I saw. This dude literally pulled up from everywhere on the floor and was killing the Bulls. To the point where Phil was looking at his team like, "What the hell are y'all doing?" It's one guy, and he's like killing us. Yeah, I watched that foot. I watched that game a million times. This dude was a shooter, and he was killing it. And he was just coming into his prime, and he got booted out of the league because he didn't want to stand for the anthem. It's the exact same thing. That story would never happen today in the NBA. No, never, ever, 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 ever. Everybody's too supportive. They all want to work together and stuff right. like that. Some guy protests the national anthem. He may have to stand for it because it's in the rules that they yeah. have to stand for it. But they would never allow him to be kicked out. A shooter like that, somebody who plays that good, you're gonna boot him out of the league because he doesn't want to stand for the anthem for a legitimate reason. Yeah. No, we're not getting wrong. No, I'll do whatever you want. The Knicks will take him. The <laughs> Chicago will take him. Like there'll be teams. Yeah. The, the Magic will take him. There'd be teams. Like, he might end up on, like, a crap team, but he's going to get a team because it's competitive. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're seeing a, a player with the skill level of Colin Kaepernick getting passed over for absolute bums. Absolute bums. That's true. That's a blackballing. That would never happen in the NBA. So, with that said, with that said, inside of the next five years, the NBA overtakes the NFL. Inside of the next five, years. I agree. I agree, and it's gonna be opening a lot of jobs too for a lot of people. The stadiums, are, the, the the arenas may be smaller, they may hold less people, but dude, they play eighty two games, eighty two games. Now, often that place has a chance to get packed eighty two games, and it's almost like a full full year almost because we're still talking about them even when they're not even off when season. they're not around. Yeah, eighty two games. It's crazy. And when certain teams are good, it's good for the entire league. This season's going to be good. 
Yeah, I think so. Well, we got Irving now to the Celtics now. And which, uh, which we can start talking about now. We can transition smooth into that. We we could, or we could talk about these picks for the Giants and Jets. It's up to you. I think I'll do the Giants and Jets before we get into the NBA stuff because I, I want to get this football stuff. But looking at this Giants and Jets schedule, um, yeah, I look at the Giants schedule and I say to myself, well, they got a, they got a tough road. Uh, their first game is at Dallas, which is going to be tough. It's the first game of the season, of course. But you see they have this game where they go Dallas and all that stuff. And, you know, last time they went to Dallas, they won in a close game. That's when Prescott was his uh, first time playing against a, a defense like that. And he did pretty well. What do you give them in that game? Gi- Giants in Dallas? Yeah. Giants. You got Giants in Dallas? You got, yep. th- you got that? Yep. Makes you so confident in that. The Giants really don't have a lot of controversy to uh to to deal with. There's gonna be guys stepping up for um I know what's the name hurt his ankle. Odell. Odell hurt his ankle, but there's gonna be guys Marshall, up. shoulder. They're not they're just keeping him safe for all keeping him safe for the season opener, so Yeah, he's not he's he's not I don't think he's hurt hurt. And I think he's gonna wanna show off. And I think um Eli's got a lot more people to throw to and that always makes for a better game. And the defense has, has gotten better. So, besides, this same, this basically the same team that whomped the um whomped the Cowboys last time. That's true. I'll give him a win. I'll give him a win too. Me too. Uh, okay. Now they face the Lions week two Monday night. That's a win. ceremony of Super Bowl forty two team. They That's beat the win. Patriots. That's a win. Oh no, wait, not forty two. It was um, was it forty two? Yeah, it was forty two. Yeah, I remember it was four years after. Giants, yeah. Lions, win. Yeah, that's a win for you. Yep. Yeah, that's a win. That t- t- Lions are are good, but they're not like a threat. So I'll give him a win. Uh, now they go to Philadelphia on the road week three. The Eagles yeah. win. They're a lot better this year. We'll uh, I will keep, keep my – and Philadelphia, it's kind of hard for them to win in Philadelphia for some reason. They have difficult times winning there. I um, think they'll be coming off a two-game win streak. I think they'll lose. keep the momentum going. Uh, I'll, give them, I'll give them a loss, but you give them a win. Okay, so now we have at Tampa Bay Sunday win. week four. They, they, that offense is better. It's not like it, they, they, James Winston got weapons now. Yeah, but the defense, Legit the Giants weapons. defense is better. When I'll give him, I'll give him a loss actually for that one. No faith. You gotta understand these teams. The Buccaneers got better. The offense is way better than before last year. And the Giants defense is way better. I haven't seen Harnox yet, so I, I have to see how their team is actually in, in training camp. But so far, I've been hearing like they're ready to be eleven five team type of team this right. year. Okay, well we just gonna be one of them five. Okay, versus Chargers at home. I'll give him a win. Give him a win. Finally. Oh, you mean finally? Like that? Like, like two and two? So that that's good for them. So they're still right. They're right there. They just got, you know you get him a win. Yes. They got to go five and zero. Oh. Yes. Tell me. Oh my goodness. Okay, fine. I haven't heard anybody. I think they're gonna lose two yet. Okay, fine. At Denver, Sunday night football. Mm, the Broncos. All that you know, air. Yeah, that might be an L. The defense, which is relentless. That might be an L. I think it was relentless, man. So I don't even know if that line can hold up because that line. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about that game that they should just play gun the whole game because if they play anything with single back or eye formation, they're gonna get he's gonna get sacked every time, especially with Von Miller lurking around there and going right through the, the line. That's it's dangerous. I'll give him an L. Although the offense is not good either for the Broncos, so maybe the defense got to win for the Giants, but we'll see. Okay, now they face Seattle. That's true. Their offense kind of sucks. They do, who's, but... Who's a QB over there? Trevor Simeon. You don't even know him either. <laughs> I do. I, I know him enough to know that... I know him enough to know why I don't know him. But they also have a great defense, so they're probably just going to run the ball a lot and make these... Sh- but they got weapons, too. But it also depends on him, too. So... I'll, I'll it's on the it, road. I'll leave it as an L, but right. really 50-50. Week 7 versus Seattle at home. Seahawks? That'll be a good game. Hmm. I'm kind of split. This is tough, right? Yeah, I'm Seattle is good. Cause they, I don't think that's, better. I don't think that's no. That's not a walk in the park. No, there isn't. Um, for either team, though. No. Ah, uh, win in doubt. Go with the home team. I'm gonna say it's a win. It's a win for them. Yeah. So you had them at seven and one. How about? Wow. That? You must be that confident. Um. I like my team, man. 
Don't be biased either, though. You know, it's a bye week, so I'll give him a win for that. As <laughs> <laughs> he tells me not to be biased. Oh, my God. All right, now versus Rams at home. Win! That's off a of bye week. They're going to win. So you told me they're going to be good this year. They're going to be 8-1. and one. Damn. I don't see that coming. All right. At San Francisco. The 49ers? Yeah. Win! Okay. <laughs> who, who in San Francisco is going to do anything to them? All right. I'm run them over. I'll give them a win, too. Man. Who did they replace Cap with? Um, damn, who's the quarterback for the 49ers right now? I rest my case. It's, I, don't even know who, I don't know who it is right Team now. Team sucks ass. Yeah. Um, Kansas City versus Kansas City at home. The Chiefs? They're a good team. Yeah, they're not bad. They got a good coach. Win. Against them, too? I'll give them a loss. This will be tough. All right, here's the one. Sunday Night Football again at Washington. Oh, that's a win. Kirk Cousins? It's a win. He's, he's good. He's not like he's, he's trash. He's not Eli. Actually, he might be slightly better than Eli. He's not slightly better. Slightly. He's slightly worse. As a talent, I'm saying. Not... not if it was prime Eli, then then I'll give Eli advantage. I haven't but. seen Eli out of his prime yet. That's a win. Well, he hasn't gotten hurt either, so. All right. You give him a win. I'll give him a win too, actually. What do you have him as? I think I have him at as of right now. Out of twelve weeks, I have them at. Let me see how many losses I have. Three. So I have him like at nine and three right now. Mm-hmm. You I have, have him. At what? You have them as of right now, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and one. Okay, sounds about right. Which is I don't I don't even know if that's gonna happen, but we'll see. At Oakland, the Raiders. They got high power offense. The defense yes. has gotten way better okay. before. Just just playing the odds, I'll say that's an L. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He is, and they got beast mode back. Yeah. I'll give him an L2. That's going to be tough. Now they face the Cowboys at home December 10th. Win. We own the Cowboys, man. We always own the Cowboys. Yeah, but definitely they got to beat you eventually. They got to win one of these games. We own the Cowboys. I'll give him a win because I gave him a loss in the opening game because I feel like they're going to find a way to win that. But, nah, I don't think but so. But you think you're going to sweep them, so you give him a win. I'll give him a L. I mean, actually, I'll give him a, yeah, give him a win, actually, in this one. Um, Eagles versus the Eagles at home. Win. Oh, my God. <laughs> you won't be the loudest. <laughs> this record. Yeah, if, they, if, if this is Zach record that's going to happen, then, then I will applaud you, seriously. I'll give him a... Uh, I think I gave him a, I gave him a win actually. They're playing at home. Oh, this is gonna be tough now. At Arizona, Christmas Eve. Mm. That Carl's defense. Mm-hmm. Office is, is pretty good too. It is, it's okay. It's great. It's not great. I think I think our defense is better than their offense though. <sighs> defense is better than offense. I think we can stop them from scoring, and we got can, a decent. Can you stop game. David Johnson? That's the question. Because they got to run the ball a lot. I think so. And he's a beast. Yeah. He's probably the best running back right now besides Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but I don't think he can do it by himself. And you got Fitzgerald who can still catch the ball, who's a really great catcher. Like, he's good. He's not a scrub or anything. We got to win or L? Just because I feel like I'm getting ridiculous, I'll say L. I'm going to give him an L. On this one, just it's, because it's, I feel like it's I'm hard to win in Arizona, though, especially it's, on Christmas, Christmas Eve, yeah. And then they now they face the Redskins uh New Year New Year's Eve at one. This That's like, a win. This is the last game of the season, I believe. Yeah, it's the last game. I don't see us losing to the Redskins. Yeah, New Year's Eve, that'll be good. All right, I'll give them a win too. All right, now let's see the records right now. You have them at. Based on your losses, let me see. One, two. What, three? Yeah, like three losses. Yeah, three. Yeah, three losses. So you had them at 13 and three, which is crazy. It's not crazy. It can One, happen. two. Yeah, if everything goes right for them, it could happen. One, two. Uh, what is it? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
Nine. I have my nine and seven. I like mine. I like mine better. Thirteen and three. You have. I think mine win. is more realistic than them having been thirteen and, and thirteen three. You got them losing to some dudes. I just don't think they're gonna. No, lose. it's not about that. You understand it's harder win on the road. I do. It's not easy. I get that. Patriots make it look easy, but the other teams they can't do it as consistently as them. They could. I get that. I get that. I just think. Like Denver. I just think we're gonna pull it off. Tampa. Tampa's hard. I don't doubt you, dude. I just ego. Philadelphia is even harder. Those fans and that and and the, and that seriously, they always tend to do bad in Philadelphia for some reason. I don't know why. I, I mean, they could be a wild card team. I could see them being a wild card team. I think they'll make the playoffs. Oh, let's look at the Jets schedule right now, which is ridiculous anyway. Because I'm just gonna be us. Dude, as just reverse the Giants record that I just did. <laughs> just reverse the whole thing. You 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 want to see the schedule though? I don't think they're gonna go ahead. You might as well. Look I mean, at this. Look at this. Here. Look at Bills. Lost. <laughs> you know, I'll give them a win for that one. You know what? Sure, sure. The Buffalo Bills. The they b- stink. The Bills. Sure. The Bills aren't that good. But this will be. You know what? I really think. I think any game they win, they're yeah. gonna get like some wild injuries. <laughs> it's just gonna. It's just gonna be suspect. Somebody's gonna come out with a torn hamstring. Okay. Or, okay. 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 What about this one? All right. All right. Now we got. Um, Oakland at Oakland. Loss. Yeah, that's a loss. That's a loss. I, I have to be realistic. I'm not going to be by. They're, they're going to win. They're going to upset the Oakland. No, no. It's loss. a loss. It's a loss. Versus Miami at home. Loss. Yeah, I'll give him a loss. Yeah, I'll give him a loss, too. I don't, I don't think they could stop Cutler. For anything, he kills the Jets. Okay, versus Jaguars. They have no quarterback. They might win that one. You give him a win? They might. I'll give him a win. I, I, the Jaguars aren't that good anyway. Unless the Jags go and get Kaepernick. Which they should have had a long time ago, to be honest. Which, which, yeah, which they, weren't they talking about that? They were. I know Baltimore was, and then the Jaguars, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah they Jaguars. really should just. I don't know what the. Well, never mind. We all know what the problem is. You give him a win? Yeah, sure. Okay, now they go at Cleveland. Loss. Yeah, I know that would be a terrible loss, but I'll give him a I loss. think they're going to lose all the away games. Off the rip. Okay, versus Patriots, we can all agree that's a loss. loss. <laughs> it's an in-the-park loss. I mean, literally, they could be blown out for all we know. That's how bad the game's going to be. Slaughter rule. There should be a slaughter rule. It's like 72-0. to zero. God damn. Yeah, I mean, it's 72-0. I'm done. That seems horrible. It's going to be like just a straight <laughs> slaughter rule. 72. I mean, the worst loss they have for the Patriots like 45-3 a few years ago. Yeah, the Patriots are going to just like... Have a field day. Send out the whole second string. At Miami. Loss. So we all agree that it's going to be a terrible season for the Jets. All right. Versus Falcons. Loss. Loss. Oh, my God. I see another game that's going to be a blowout. Sacrificial lamb loss. That is a Why are they still out here, loss? Terrible matchup. Uh, That offense. My goodness. It's going to be a slaughter. Now versus the Bills. I'll give them a win. I think they went against the Bills. Where at? Uh, week nine. No, where, where, away or uh, home? home? They're at home. Yeah. This Thursday night too, by the way. I don't know. I'll give him a win. Who's the QB on for the food? Bills. I know is is Tyron Taylor, but he's like having an injury issue right now, so I don't know. And they're not that good either this year. They they did a lot yeah, of work. But, the, the, but the McCoy, but McCoy, my gosh, Lashawn McCoy is just gonna like be Barry Sanders on the field for the next four quarters against the Jets. Like I'm giving that an L. I'll give him a win, but you give him an L. Um, I feel like the Bills aren't that good, but they face the Buccaneers now, which is a loss. At Tampa is a loss. That team is too good. Although I'll be surprised if they could pull an upset, but I think it's a loss. Um, they got the bye week. I mean, that's a win, right? You got to win on your bye week. I don't think you could lose. No. <laughs> I don't think you have to do anything when it comes to being these dudes. The Panthers. Loss. Yeah, that's a loss. Cameron's just going to run on that team. Versus Kansas City. Loss. Loss. Oh my God! What a terrible, terrible season for the Jets. At Denver, loss. Like that defense is relentless. <clears throat> it might be that type of game where they lose seven zero. That's how bad it is. Loss for at Denver. Okay, at uh, New Orleans, that loss. 
The Saints? Yeah, they're going to lose. Drew Brees? Yeah, yeah, it's a loss. Yeah, it's a loss. Damn, it's going to be a terrible season for the Jazz. Okay, at Los Angeles. I mean, versus Los Angeles. The Rams? Yeah. No, no, Chargers, Chargers. Loss! Nah, I think it could be, it could be Phil Rivers. Loss. It's West Coast thing, it kind of affects them. I Are they playing that. out there? They're playing at home. Are they playing at home? I guess the Chargers, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll give it a win. I'll give them a win. It's kind of hard to the West Coast teams to adjust to the East Coast. Uh, at New New England on New Year's Eve, that's a loss. loss. <laughs> that might be our ticket to either getting the first pick or the or the third pick of the draft. That's what's gonna happen. Absolute loss. Oh god. So so it's basically a massacre right now. It is basically based on the schedule. <clears throat> Let's take a look right now, and it is for you. It is one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve losses, so you have them at four wins. Four and twelve. Now I have them at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, no wait, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So I have them at four and twelve too. So it's gonna be a four and twelve team, which yep. I think a lot of people expected anyway. But yeah, because they haven't done anything to change it. Nope. So that's gonna be a bad season for the Jets. It's gonna be a good season for the Giants, and that's where we'll leave it at with these picks. <laughs> Sounds about right. We'll to me. see what happens. But switching topics here, let's talk about about this NBA stuff because now we got Kyrie Irving to the Celtics. Now we have LeBron James now saying that he'll beat the crap out of Irving in the season. And it's funny how the first game of the season is the Celtics and the Cavs. I love it. As if the NBA planned this ahead of time or something. I love it. And I got to tell you, man, I think think the Celtics got hosed in that deal. You think think so? They gave up way too much to get one guy. Well, they put a 2020 pick two included in this. To complete Way the deal. too much to get one guy. Not that that 2020 pick, I really see that as being a, a high pick. Yeah. Or the But did they give up the Nets 2018 pick? They gave up a 2018 first-round pick, and I think they gave up a 2020 second-round pick. I, to, I, I don't, really, I don't really look at that one because that was going to be their pick, and I think they're going to be pretty high in the rankings. Yeah, they are. So I don't really look at that one as too much. But how many players did they just turn over? Isaiah, Crowder, um, a center and a pick. Isaiah Crowder, uh, yeah, center, twenty eighteen, Brooklyn's twenty eighteen first round pick. And I think it's twenty twenty. If I remember. stop right there, that was lame. They like wait two players tops, two players tops. I'm not giving you a third player. I'm not. I, first of all, I wouldn't have given up Jay Crowder. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. For me, it would have been an even swap. Like Kyrie Irving wants to go, I'm give. I'll give you him for our guy, and that's it. Like for it, that would have been. A, I'm not turning over an MVP candidate, second team, all NBA. I'm not I'm just not doing that. All star, you know what I mean? Yeah, all star level point guard and then give and then you gotta give away the house. It's like you really you really thought Isaiah Thomas sucked that bad? It's not that he sucked, it's that he was such a liable on defense that But Kyrie Irving doesn't play that great defense either. He doesn't, but he's Bigger, at least. That, and that's <laughs> it. That's all you're giving him is his size. Yeah. But scoring-wise, they do about the same thing. Like, dude, I just think they got washed. I think they got a whole... Well, I said this before. People said right now, oh, they got screwed over or whatever. We got to find out in five years if this trade is a bad trade for the Celtics and it's a good trade for the Cavs. We don't know yet because... I really think it's a good trade for the Cavs. Well, we don't know if Kyrie Irving's going to even gonna stay with the Celtics. Remember, he has two years left on this deal. He could probably sure. leave for all we know in two years, and the deal will look like the Cavaliers won. Mm-hmm. So we don't know for sure. But the one thing I know is that I think the Celtics are better than the Cavaliers on paper. Yeah. But that's on paper. We seen this before. Agree. We seen this before where people teams are good on paper but they suck in the season. Like the Knicks mm-hmm. for instance last year. Mm-hmm. Look good on paper, but they stink. You're right. So we don't know yet how they're going to be chemistry wise. But all we know is this, Gordon Haywood is a good pickup for them for the Celtics for them signing Fantastic. them. Pick yeah, up. with the backcourt with him and Irving, and then you have Jason and Jason Tatum, and you have now Brown. Yeah, bench, like, is bench is bench is stronger. Um, they did lose defensive players though, and Bradley and Crowder. Like, which and I, I thought was stupid. They gave up defense for offense basically. So which I thought st- was stupid because you basically turned yourself <laughs> into the Cavs. 
Yeah, and the Cavs have turned into themselves a better defensive team, which means they could also compete with the Warriors in some ways I'm defensively. You, bro. But they still a long ways to go. Celtics got hosed. But the thing is, would you be surprised, though, if Celtics beat the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference Finals? Because we all know they're probably going to meet up in the Eastern Conference Finals now with all these moves that they made. Would I be surprised if they beat them? Yeah. Because I wouldn't. I think they win in six or seven. I, I and as a Knicks fan, that and a Knicks fan, that's just a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah, I think yeah. I think I actually think the Cavs still still beat them. I think the Cavs got more web. I think the Cavs just got better. Is it just because of LeBron, or is it just because they got they got both, more things? Both. I, I don't think you can negate LeBron. LeBron. He's getting older what though. They've done so. He's still better than anybody on on the Celtics. Older or not, he's still a better player than anybody on the Celtics, and he just beefed up, and he's not going to have to do all the heavy lifting. And Isaiah's over there if he's playing at 100%, and they got Jay Crowder. Like, forget about it. I, I think, and they got better defensively. And one of the hallmarks of the Celtics squad was the defense. Yeah, and they lost You couldn't them. score on those dudes. And they handed over a lot of their d- d- defensive weapons. I just think I just think they got hosed. I don't think Kyrie Irving was worth that much. Not forget about everything else. I just don't think he's worth that much. As good as much as I like Kyrie, as much as I like Kyrie, I thought Kyrie for Isaiah was an even swap. Maybe you throw in one other thing, but that's it. That's it. You do not send all these things over to over to the Cavs for this one guy. They literally did all that for one guy who may not stay. That was. Dumb. I mean, he's great, and, and and I know that he's on the cover of 2K and everything, but he's great. He's not not in that Durant and Curry class or anything, but he's good Which player. Which is why I went and gave up all that for him. Yeah. That's exactly why, because it's not like we're trading for Durant or Curry or, or Harden. It's not that. Actually, Harden might be on the same level as Kyrie because Harden doesn't play any defense. Harden's gotten better slightly, though. Well, it's better than him standing still and, and, and being shot in the full. Right yeah. <laughs> I mean, that looked bad, but he's gotten better slightly. And, and with Chris Paul, he's not even going to play better defensively. I mean, Paul's going to help him out. And Paul is a good defender, too, but he's also a dirty defender. But, you know, I don't want to talk about that stuff in, in this show. But really, yeah, this this is going to be interesting because that first game, you know, it's going to be – it's going to be personal. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. These games yeah, against each other are going to be personal. The first game, I'm, when somebody gets hit, Really hard on the hard screen, or it's a hard foul, <laughs> and you see Irving driving to the basket. Don't be surprised if someone like Tristan Thompson, or even Kevin Love, or Goes even J.R. Smith, yeah, they, they, they're going to do some hard foul or whatever. It's going to be, uh, I'm telling you, they're going to be an altercation between these Might two Might be teams. a new rivalry. I, I think it is a new rivalry. I, read, I wrote an article saying that I think LeBron versus Irving is a new rivalry. And it's just something that they need in the but NBA. Here, here's the other part of it. LeBron's not going to stay. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This could still be a new rivalry, though. Because what if he goes to the Lakers and the Celtics take over the Eastern Conference and, and they come out of the Western I Conference? I don't see LeBron going anywhere near the, the West. I don't see him going anywhere near the West. See, if, if he was a smart guy, he would say he wouldn't go to the West. If, he, if, he's, uh, if, yeah. if, if I don't see him going anywhere near KD and Curry land. Or Houston. Or, or San Houston, Antonio, or, San or OKC, Antonio, or, or Timberwolves, I don't or see him, I could get going. I yeah, could get going. <laughs> I don't see him wanting to go out there and do that all the time with those guys. But it'll look get to the, to get to the conference finals. But the thing is, it will look good on his legacy if he went through a path Facts. like that. Facts. Yeah. But when when has he ever done what's absolutely uh, good like, for his legacy yeah, outside no. of going back to Cleveland to win them their first chip? Nothing. He's doing what's good for his personal stats and personal records. This is the dude who told everybody as his team was losing the finals that, hey, I got a triple-double. I don't know what anybody else is talking about. <laughs> That's the crux of his mentality right there in that Is all stat guy. In that guy. statement, yeah. that was it. He's all stat I guy. got a triple-double. I don't know what the rest of the team is doing. Basically, when I heard, when I heard him say that, that meant we're not going to beat these guys. So I just get my triple double. So I just stats. need to look good. Yeah. I can't worry about us actually winning the game. I'm gonna do what I can do to make sure that when they read it back, they'll say, "Hey, well, LeBron did what he could do. He got a triple double. I don't know about everybody else. That means a lot to him. So he's not gonna make moves. I think getting bounced out of the finals, he stopped chasing Jordan. I think I think that dream is dead. No, I think, I think, he's, I think he's just chasing Magic right now. I anything. think it should have been dead before him. Yeah, but. 
he stopped chasing uh, Jordan. And quietly, he really needs to stop chasing Magic because he's already done, like, what? Five losses. Two teams, five losses. Yeah. Like, you need to hang that up. The Magic was five and four, so it's He like, needs yeah. to be on the hunt for personal glory. And this may sound biased, but it's still true. Personal glory, in my eyes, would be going to New York and winning them their first chip. Because now you can say you did it in Cleveland and you did it in New York. If he won in New York, though, you think that would elevate him into that Jordan and Johnson? I think his personal stock would be legendary because it means you came to New York and got it done where no one else could. You got it done when Ewing couldn't get it done. You got it done where Melo couldn't get it done. But Melo's still there, though. Even, well, well Melo will be there. I don't think yeah. Melo's going to leave knowing that. I, I, we are on, Anybody who's listened to this show knows what my prediction is. Yeah. I believe the four horsemen are definitely coming to New York. Yeah. They need a major market. It has to be someplace where they can... And they also need a star and a, young, and a young core. So right. you have Porzingis. Have both. You have Porzingis and you have a young core around him. They have Tim Compliment. Hardaway. Right. Winnie Homer Gomez, right? If Frank K becomes good. That's you, what I'm saying. You, you have right. a young core around them, and you're gonna have you're gonna have. So the bench is gonna be amazing, and you got <laughs> sure. a starting five showing up. You have a point. You have a shooter. You have the two. You have the three and the four, and you have the five. Yeah, you're shooting Tim Hardaway and Melo. You have Porzingis too who can shoot. So oh, no, like, I'm, I'm putting those dudes on the bench. My starting oh, five. On the bench too. My starting five is CP3 at the point, uh, Wade at the two. I, I, I think we should come off the bench. I think Hardaway should be starting at the one two. way or the other. Wade yeah, the, Hard, just, Hardaway should start to get more speed. But even even if Hardaway, even if I mean, even if Hardaway comes off the, even if Hardaway comes off the bench, that still means your starting fight, your your secondary unit is super potent. Yeah, Frank, it's still it's veteran. Hardaway, it's a veteran. Right. If anything, the secondary should be like a veteran line, like the Warriors have, which right. is all veterans. And right. They should know what they're doing. Frank Hardaway, like you have dudes, and you have veteran leadership on the team that can teach the young dudes. You're setting yourself up. So you for have, a good so, run. so you have Melo at the four and LeBron at the three, or have Melo off the bench and have Pima Gomez at the four. Uh uh-uh. uh, I think Melo and Melo and LeBron play together at the three and the four. So then you have Brings at the five. Yeah. Which, last time I saw him, he's put on some muscle, and oh, I don't think he's going to Last be, time I saw him, he's blocking shots and making yeah. threes and dunking on people. And no? I don't think he's going to be down in the paint like that. I he think he won't be, but he looks more smooth than before. Way, way more. Like so, his jump shot's on point now. I'm predicting, everybody knows that I'm predicting the twenty what, what 2018 season. Yeah. That's, that's what we're dealing with. So with that said, LeBron is now the guy, right, mm-hmm. who got multiple rings in Miami. Came to Cleveland, beat a 73-win team, and took a ring from them for the first championship in Cleveland for the Cleveland Cavs. Then went to New York and brought them their first ring in 45 years. And beat a historical team, and they beat the Warriors first. And beat another historic, like... Like when New York has a nag of beating historical Laker teams, maybe they'd be a historical Warriors team. And got to do it with his three best friends. Who all have been trying to play together since they got into the league? You think, but you think Jeff Hornacek would coach a team like that? Yes. You think he can do it? Didn't, didn't he coach in the Olympics? I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember that. You know, but you know, what would be a good coach for them if they had that group. And I know it sounds crazy if they have Phil Jackson come out. No way. But they, a group, well, a core group like that for him. They dis- they despise Phil Jackson though. I know, like, but those guys the, just don't like Phil. And if he's gonna try and run the triangle, nobody's gonna listen to him. That's true. So, like, I guess it has to be Hornacek then. Call call out of day. Hornacek is a good coach. If he's not like Steve Kerr, at least he could be something to Steve Kerr, like at least slightly around that. You know, you want to bring presence. somebody back? Go get Van Gundy. No, they're not gonna bring Van Gundy. That, that's all I'm saying. That's they the only bring coach back. I'd like yeah. to see come back. If you're gonna bring a coach back that we haven't used one, oh, bring, bring Mark Gundy. Jackson. He'll never show up. You think he can ever coach a team like that? I don't think he'll ever coach for the Knicks. Oh, I don't stink though. I, mean, I, I would love for him to coach a team like this. But yeah. I don't think I don't think he'll ever show. I think if they would have got if they were gonna get him, they'd have got him already. But I see this scenario happening too for LeBron. They could have a tra- during the trade deadline in February, be on the lookout for a couple of names: Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, and Andrew Wiggins. Now, I say those three names because, well, one thing, Cousins, I think, depending on what's happening with the Pelicans, if they start off with a bad start, there's going to be a lot of altercation between the teams that they want to trade Cousins or Davis. Cleveland still has a couple of things they can do to get 
Cousins or Davis, but they also get Wiggins back, which they traded for because he has an expiring contract, which means that they can let him go at the end of this season and have cap room to sign somebody else or sign him to a longer deal if he plays the way he's supposed to be playing, which is try to lock down Durant or Curry or Thompson with LeBron. And they also add another scoring threat in his offensive game, who's gotten better too. Mm-hmm. So looking at that, and also Anthony Davis is a good pickup too, but that's also scary as hell because yeah. I can see him even go to the Celtics. I don't think Celtics are done making trades either. I think they could, there's a chance that they could trade for him, which I heard reports about. And if that happens, Celtics are going to be the team to look out for in the yeah. East and possibly could beat the Warriors because of Davis and yeah. Haywood and Irving in that group. Yeah. So I think Cleveland's not done, though. I think they got to do something else probably because they always do something. They always LeBron try to do a trade. No trade clause. <laughs> yeah. And he might want to get Cousins because he thinks maybe Cousins is the only thing that could actually be a threat against the Warriors. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it's about that anymore. You think he's just got to leave? I, I, think, I think he's done in Cleveland. Um, I think he's. I think he's definitely leaving Cleveland. Oh yeah, I think we've seen those those spoof videos of him with the stand doing a remix of Kyrie uh, Irving leaving LeBron, and you see him with like Lonzo Ball and the Lakers and stuff like that. And I think he's gonna go play. Like I, I'm, I'm dead set on my prediction. I think there'll be a lot of attractive offers, but he's on the back nine of his career. You know what I mean? Like he's. This is the downward slope. This is when they start trying to pad their stats and just do things for themselves to make sure they get in the Hall of Fame. I think LeBron's whole thing is CP3 doesn't have a chip. Melo doesn't have a chip. Wade's got, like, three. You already got three, yeah. I think I think the goal now is his friends to play with his friends in a major market because it's not, it's not about rings anymore. They've got rings. Now it's about enjoying yourself and making the most money possible before you leave. New York is a major market. Major market. The advertising dollars alone would set them all up for life. And the only person, the only person on there who's never gotten a max contract, I think, is Wade. Yeah. So you give him, so you let him get a good chunk of the bread, because that's your guy. You've already had a max, and Melo's already had a max, and CP3's already had a max. So you just make sure that Wade gets paid, which there won't be a lot of bread. But you don't need a max contract to go play for New York. Just give him a decent contract. I'm playing with my friends. Just give me a decent contract. Something something light. But it will have to be because of Porzingis, though. They can't just go to New York because they want to go to New York. And they just want to... Well, no, they're not going anywhere to lose. Don't get me wrong. Well, I, don't I hope think that's sh- not the mentality. Yeah, I don't, no, 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 I don't think they're showing up just to coast. That's what most players do. I think they show do. up... No, nah, I don't think they're showing up to coast. I mean, I think, most players, when they go to New York, they're just like, I just, I'm just here in New York so I can end my retirement and play Yeah, but not, not, when you, not when you're showing up to play with, like, one of the future Stars. Hall of Famers in, in KP, and you have future Hall of Famers and all your friends. If you showed up and lost, that would just be embarrassing. you just look yeah. corny. You'd look, well, it looked bad terrible. for LeBron if he went to New York and It lost. looked bad for all of them, all yeah. four of them. If they came to New York just to lose, like, the record has to be dope. You got one year to not get the chip. That second year, you got to pull the chip off. But what if they get a chip in the first year all together? Then they just go back for a second one. But if they get one in the first year <laughs> together, that's history. Yeah. That's history. I think Porzingis might be the number one option, though, to be honest, if they have all of them together. They're going to have to make him the number one option. He, but he's definitely <clears throat> look – at, look at the backup. If he's the number one option, look at the backup. You don't know where that ball is going to come from. Like, you don't know where that three-point shot's going to come from. With those three dudes on the, on the court and CP3 running the show, Yeah. with those two, Jesus Christ – CP3 with Melo and 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 freaking LeBron yeah. on the court at the same time, the two best forwards, like two of the best forwards in the history of the game. You know what they did in high school? Remember what them dudes used to do to each other in yeah. high school? Yeah. Air out the whole thing, 30 and 35 points apiece, 40 and 45 points apiece, and Melo was always sticking it to him with the, with the shooting, and you see how Melo gets down when he plays in the Olympics. Whenever he plays for an all-star squad, he's a weapon. He's, when the, when the pressure's not on him, he's a weapon. He's just that guy shooting from four four steps beyond the three point line and sinking him. He's just a weapon. They put yeah. him in automatic. They go up by ten. So dog, it's his best look. It's LeBron's best option. It's definitely CP3's best option. Like to come play with his friends and 
try and get a chip. And it's financially, it's all of their best options because they get all the commercials. They get all the endorsements. They're splitting money four ways between the four of them. None of them are broke. But they're all just getting money left, right, and center. Wade could sign for the veterans minimum. That's true. And end up walking out of there making more than um, Tim Hardaway Jr. by the time the year is up with his endorsement deals. Mm-hmm. Like, just period. I, I think financially, it's the best look. I just think it's the best idea. Hopefully that happens, man. If it does, then it's good for the Knicks. But it, I don't know. It's going to be dep- depending on this season, whatever they go, whatever the path is for the Knicks, and also the records of the other teams, Cleveland and Boston, the Warriors, and whatever happens, that's going to determine if they're all going to be going to New York. Melo just needs to stay. All they need to do is stay healthy for the most part. So if I was Wade, I would take the year off. I would have done the same thing, too. If I Wade, they buy me out of Chicago. Take the year off. I'm just going to take the year yeah. off. Just going to kick it. I tell New York that I have every intention on coming. I tell Melo I have every intention on coming. And I just take the year off. I stay in shape, but I just rest. And I come back fully rested, fully restored for a smash and grab run with three of my best friends. Who I take vacations with and kick it with their wives. Banana and boat, right? Like the banana boat cr- squad. Cr- like squad it's, yeah. it's just us. And we just make and we just get I get more acquainted with Kristaps. You see me working out with him in your like during the Got season. Better. Yeah, he's just getting to know him better. Hey, yeah. you know, I'm coming to play with you. <laughs> hey. Like, if I'm Wade, I'm literally kicking it. Like, dude, you're about to retire anyway. Why wouldn't you just come kick it? That's true. Chicago is about to buy you out. You they are gonna that buy productive. It's just a matter of time when. So just come kick it. LeBron, come get the money. You played in a small market. You did what you could. You set them up with a with a good run. They got um they got Isaiah Thomas now. They got some stuff. It was, you know I mean? it was a scoring threat. I'm nothing against Isaiah Thomas, just his size. No, really. no, no. But you set them up. You know what I mean? That yeah. trade was good. If you left Nabby with a clear conscience because you did what you said you were gonna do. You got him a ring, time to go. You can leave now. And now they're still like a team. They still have some things there. And draft picks for the future. Right. So you but can leave. Yeah. And you set them up fine. You can now you can now all of them can just go enjoy yourselves. They can just go enjoy themselves. Mellow, do what you can do in New York. You play through a a crap ton of teammates, <laughs> mm-hmm. a crap ton of coaches, a crap ton of like ownership like issues. You were the main dude through all of it. You did what you could do, how you could do it, with what you were allowed. When you had a stable team and a good coach, you did something like 50-some-odd games that season. You know what I mean? Yep. CP3, same thing. You were great until you got to crunch time, and Blake Griffin would fold, and this guy would fold, and that was it. LeBron's not going to fold. Melo's not going to fold. Wade's not going to fold. Everybody's going to play, and Kristaps is there. So you got young legs to carry even when you start getting tired. I, I I don't know, man. It just makes too much sense for them to. It work. makes sense on paper everything that you're saying, but I don't know. I don't know. The question is going to be is going to happen. We don't know until after the season. I think if they're smart, they they listen to Mech, and they go to the <laughs> And and if they know after the season, they won't want to go to New York. And Porzingis is having a great year, and he's averaging like twenty six and ten or something like that. And he's a uh, MVP candidate. Blocking shots, and blocking dunking shots, and dunking. He stays healthy and everything. And he passes the ball if he starts passing. If he gets his passing game up, yeah, which he'll definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's not. He's, a, he's a, I think he likes to pass the ball. To no, he's people. not a ball hog. I'm just ball. saying, it's like just game. With, with, oh, yeah. with 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 those other three guys that I'm mentioning, those other four guys that I'm mentioning the ball will be moving a lot more fluidly. Because now, especially, I think Melo will even pass more. Because now he's really not worried about who's going to take the last shot. Yeah. Now it's definitely not all, all, all on his shoulders. Now LeBron's over here, Wade's over here, CP3's over there, Kristaps over I'm passing the ball anywhere. Yeah. Any place I pass, it's great. And if it ends up in my hands in the last shot, no problem. Jab, step, shoot. And if I miss, Kristaps is right there. Or LeBron's right there. Or I can alley-oop to Wade. Like, whatever I want to do, I can do. It just it makes too much sense. It does. For all of them. And just end their role at the last years of their contract. Just make the deal, man. Just come on and get this ring. It's just... And as a Knicks fan, I'm hoping and praying for this. Because mm-hmm. I really would buy all four of their jerseys. I would buy the whole starting five's jersey. <laughs> I would buy everybody's jersey. Not even, not even the Models joint. I go buy the authentic out the NBA store. I'd spend... Fifty some odd dollars on each jersey. I spend. I buy two hundred dollars worth of jerseys. 
to have a, a James jersey, a Anthony jersey, uh, uh, what's what's a Paul jersey and a Wade jersey, and I'd hang them on my wall. I wouldn't even wear them. Put them all in glass cases and just hang them up. That'd be beautiful. Do my best to get them all signed and a Porzingis jersey. I, I get yeah. all five of them. I get I get the whole collect the whole set. Yeah, we get them all on the podcast. We'll do like a, a seven way talk. Yeah. It'll be good, be crazy. Do we, <laughs> we have ceiling space in here for? Mm, I don't know about Porzingis. I don't know how yeah, tall this 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 dude's a gazelle. He'd be like, mm. he's like an albatross. <laughs> I mean, I would be shocked if he's like all the way up to that exit sign or beyond that. We'd have to get him a special chair. Yeah, he, he get out. I don't want him to go like this the whole time. Which he would down. be doing. Yeah. yeah, so just getting in the elevators. That, that poor dude. Oh god. But these are good problems to have. We <laughs> stop sports Davis. Yeah. I hope he just continues to do what he does in, in, the, in the international play, and he keeps that up in the NBA. We'll see what happens this season. I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, man. I really am. I'm looking forward to next season. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, to the progress that we're presenting us in this group, with this young group. I'm looking forward to next season when my prediction comes true. And if it comes true, then start celebrating. Remember, you heard it here first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. We talked a lot about the NBA, and we did talk about the NFL as well. But, you know, the NFL season is going to start this Thursday. So we're definitely going to be talking about that first game and what's happening throughout the first week. And also the NBA news of, of you know, other teams and what they're doing for training camp. So you can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over here at Mr. Mech, M-R-M-E-C-C. Follow the Slam City Facebook page and Twitter account at Slam City underscore 360. And remember to catch up on the latest episodes of our show on SoundCloud. See you next week. Peace.